This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. In the early dawn of D-Day, June 6, 1944. More than 150,000 American, British, and Canadian troops landed on the English Channel coast of Normandy in northern France. It was the beginning of the operation to liberate France from its Nazi German occupiers. It was the largest amphibious invasion in history. In San Francisco, the reaction was a mix of excitement, worry, relief, fear, and a little bit of apathy. J. Campbell Bruce wandered the city for the Chronicle, taking its pulse. The invasion had been imminent for so long that emotions had welled up to a nervous pitch. But there'd been a false alarm on Saturday, and that had relieved some of the pressure. Now, as news of the real invasion spread across town in the morning hours of that Tuesday, Bruce found no electric shock. The air did not become charged. And everywhere, in those shops and homes and cigar stands, on the streets and at the workbenches, it was business as usual. People heard or read the news over breakfast coffee or on the way to the job, but then fell into a strange, apathetic mood, as if June 6, 1944 were not a day for history, but simply Tuesday, the day after Monday. The people's pulse was normal, not racing. And yet, Bruce wrote, beneath the workaday faces lay hidden a thousand concerns, a thousand fears, a million hopes. In the fruit and vegetable district where the trucks were being loaded, the workers, Greek, French, Russian, German, let out a great cheer when they were shown the Chronicle's extra edition with its giant headline, Invasion. Bunches of carrots, celery, turnips were tossed into the air. The churches threw open their doors and people of all denominations flocked in to offer up prayers for the fighting boys. On Montgomery Street, the stock market ticker stopped at 8 o'clock. Two minutes of silence for the men landing in France. A Miss Kay Davis stood pensively drinking coffee from a paper cup near the lunch stand at the Bethlehem shipyard, where she was an electrician. I'm a little afraid, she said. Afraid we'll lose? Nah, she said, we won't do that. I'm afraid people will say the war is over and let down. The war's just starting. We've got work to do. More than ever. On Castro Street, Bruce visited a singer named Vivian L. Perry, who was lying in bed drinking coffee, looking at a framed picture of her 19-year-old son, Eddie, in a Navy uniform. Eddie's in the channel, she says. She'd gotten a letter from him three weeks earlier. He said there'd be silence for a while, but not to worry. When she heard about the invasion, she'd woken up her mother to tell her about the news. She said, oh no, our Eddie. And I said, not our Eddie. Everybody's Eddie. 
The city's French colony was jubilant. It was the beginning of the hour of their liberation, that time when the stirring lines from their national anthem could be sung from a million free throats. Come, children of the nation, the day of glory is here. The French Consul General held an open house, calling it the most wonderful day we've had in four long years. A bakery truck driver named Henry Otten beamed when he heard the news. He had two sons in the service. He said, boy, you should have seen Mrs. Beya, who runs the grocery store over at 17th and Noe. Her family's in France. When I went in this morning, she threw her arms around me and hugged me. More than 50,000 Allied soldiers, sailors, and airmen died in the Battle of Normandy. By the end of August, Paris was liberated. The Allies set their sights on Berlin and a meeting with the Red Army coming from the east. World War II was in its final year. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.